baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 8.22 and Total Information AM continues. Welcoming into Studio B, John Hancock. Good morning. Merry Christmas. And Michael Kelly. Hey there, Debbie. Happy holidays to both of you. Ditto. I am not ready at all. I don't know why, but it felt like there was more time. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's... It's here. Well, there's no time like the present. <laughs> to get present. Put the Christmas tree up. <laughs> but it is it is nice that we've got this Friday and Saturday, like because Christmas is going to be on Monday, right. so you can do some running around on yeah, the weekend and sure. get some things. Although I have to say, I'm, I'm much more chill than I've been in Christmas's past, and I think it's because my kids are older. Oh, yeah. yeah. When kids are young and you're a mom and you're trying to make all the Christmas magic, it is very stressful. Yeah. So yeah. Has, the menu, has the menu been set? Christmas. Uh, my daughter is doing the cooking. Wow. So, yeah. I guess I probably have to go to the store and buy everything, well, which yeah. I haven't done yet. Is she back from school? She is. Yeah. She's been home for a couple weeks now. Putting what? in a couple Dude, shifts at Crown Candy. These kids barely go to school anymore. Oh, she's over at Crown Candy? Yeah. yeah she's, hey, now. She's worked there for about a year and a half, and they said, hey, are you coming home for the break? We can give you some hours. So she... Nice. Of course, said yes because she. She ever bring home those money. bacon piled high sandwiches? She never got. brings me anything. Isn't mm-hmm. that mean? She could whip up a couple of those bacon sandwiches right now <laughs> if she wants to, and yeah. <clears throat> shoot them over here. Yeah, bring them on over. Well, she's not working today. Oh, sorry. Uh, hey, let's get to some topics here because okay. we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about now. Um, let's first start with the the high court in Colorado that has ruled that Donald Trump cannot be on the primary ballot because he is guilty of inciting an insurrection. Um, I might know what John's going to say, so I'm going to start with you, Michael Kelly. Um, Well, one, I think it's probably legally sound, uh, the argument that's being made. This is all going to wind up before the Supreme Court. Um, It's going to have to. Um, and, uh, while it may be legally sound, I think politically it may likely help, uh, the former president as it draws attention. And, you know, uh, Donald Trump's nothing but a victim. Um, and so he's going to play himself as a victim here throughout this entire process. It will be interesting to see how the court rules, uh, and whether or not, uh, all of the justices make a ruling or if some of them recuse themselves because of their maybe close relationship with the former president. Yeah, I think this thing is fascinating on, on a number of levels. If you look at the Colorado majority opinion there, you can certainly make a case that they took a very strict constructionist uh, textualist approach to their decision, which is typically associated with the conservative jurists on the Supreme Court, people like Sam Alito, uh, certainly Kavanaugh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, would fall. Clarence Thomas would fall into that category, John Roberts as well. And there is a scenario I could see where a conservative court would look at the plain language of the 14th Amendment, look at the facts set in the case, and apply the plain language of the Constitution just as the majority did in Colorado. 
and come to the conclusion that Donald Trump cannot be on the ballot in November of 24. Now that, just in terms of being dislocative to our institutions of democracy, would be a a ruling of historic proportions beyond anything I think perhaps we've ever seen the court rule on. I mean, maybe there were some landmark mark decisions like Brown versus the Board of Education. Certainly the Roe decision would be historic. But this, if they decide to uphold Colorado, it would be historic and I think would cause a great deal of anger and anxiety across the country. So does the court look at this and say, politically, we can't do this. It's in the hands of the voters. The voters ought to decide who the president is. Or do they look at it and say, here's the plain language of the 14th Amendment. This case comports to being disqualifying. And I don't honestly know which way this court's going to go. Well, I I would assume that none of those justices that you mentioned would go against Donald Trump. But do you think that other state courts, seeing what Colorado did, will feel more emboldened to could go uh, in that same way? It could. But it, once the Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court takes this case, and I don't see how they can't take the case, once they take the case, then that ruling is going to be that's the law. So the states aren't going to be able to kick. If the, if the Supreme Court says that Trump cannot be removed from the ballot under the 14th Amendment. That's the final word. So state courts aren't going to be able to. But the actions of another state, and I'm hearing California and uh, now Michigan, the latest stuff with Donald Trump in Michigan trying to apply pressure there, may likely come forward with those suits. And I think the pressure of several states will cause the the Supreme Court to rule quickly. Yeah, I don't see any way that they're not going to take this case. I don't see any way that they're not going to rule quickly. And while... I suspect they're going to say Trump can stay on the ballot. I don't think it's a slam dunk. I don't know if either of you has an answer to this, but what is going on with State Representative Sarah Unsicker? She at one point was a candidate for attorney general. Now she is talking about conspiracy theories and people being agents of Israel. And Uh, I think she's reflective of where we're going in politic and she's not exclusive uh, nut job uh, on the left. I mean, we've seen this on the right. There's a guy, somebody said, how would you describe Sarah Unsinker? And to most people, this wouldn't resonate, but political types, I said, she's the Mike Moon of the left. And if you remember, Mike Moon was mm-hmm. the Republican who bit off chickens' heads and does – he's the one that's trying to charge pass the law murder. to charge yeah. women with murder uh, for abortions and cape of race and incest. I think she's a conspiracy theorist, um, and I think her brain, brain is rotting like a lot of people's are in today's society. And uh, I think it's sad. I don't have much uh, sympathy for her, and um, you know, I'm glad she's being pushed aside as, as should happen. Well, as I like to say, on any given Christmas tree, there can only be one bulb that is the brightest. Uh, I don't believe that to be Sarah Unsicker. (laughs) All right. Before we have to go, do either of you think anything is going to happen to House Speaker Dean Plocker, who has been embroiled in some controversy and has been investigated by the House Ethics Uh, Committee? And the latest is him turning somebody else's office into his private liquor cabinet. It's clear that he's got his detractors, um, and his detractors seem to be from within the house, (laughs) no pun intended. Um, And once you have problems inside your own party like that, and particularly from staff, uh, I think your days could be numbered. I remember when I was in the legislature, there was a state representative from North County 
And they wrote a big expose on him in the paper that uh, Anheuser-Busch delivered a case of beer to his office every week during the legislative session. A big story. And they asked him to comment. And he said, if Anheuser-Busch was going to give you a case of beer every week, would you say no? (laughs) And uh, those were simpler times, perhaps. But uh, liquor in the Capitol, say it ain't so. Uh, It's... uh, you know, it's like the guy in, uh, what was the movie, Casablanca. There's gambling going on in here. Right. I'm shocked. But I guess in this case, nobody was giving him liquor. He spent $60,000 of public funds transforming well, this with a custom refrigerator and cabinet. I, maybe maybe, maybe the ethics is, maybe the alcohol ethics is getting a little better there but, in Jefferson But City. this is coming from inside his own tent yeah. and from his own side it of is. his aisle. It and is. when that happens, your days probably aren't too, too long. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 